What's up, guys? Welcome to the Who Better Than You podcast. The podcast where we dive deep into self-development and how to implement more of it into our daily lives. My name is Gina. I'm a 28-year-old fitness coach and yoga instructor, and I have met many other women in their 20s sharing the same struggles as me. I figured it was time to get raw about what it's like navigating life at this age. Half figured out, half hot mess. Get ready to embrace your inner strength, defy expectations, and step into your power. It's time to conquer imposter syndrome and become the unstoppable force God has created you to be. No matter what life throws at you, there's nobody better than you for this journey. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Gina, and I'm the host for your show. I know I've been talking to you guys recently about doing some different things with the show um, and bringing some special guests on, but I wanted to make sure that it resonated like with what I'm talking about and what I'm trying to um, get across and you know who I want to be influencing you guys as you listen. So I thought for my first guest, I know there's been <laughs> much anticipation of this, I would bring my very best friend on the show. Um, and not just because she's my best friend, like that's amazing in its own in its own way, but she definitely has some bragging rights. So uh, I have my bestie Mackenzie here with me, <laughs> who I'm just going to tell you quickly and then I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about herself. Um, so Mackenzie, just in the time that I've known her, has grown a TikTok following to like 550K uh, followers, which is insane. And her whole MO, her whole brand is posting low calorie recipes that revolve around the idea of like weight loss, but making it fun. So really just like ditching diet culture and just showing people how you can embrace the creativity of healthy living and have fun while doing it. Yeah. Would you say that works? Definitely. Yeah. Um, We've been friends since what? We met when we were like little, little at church. Yeah. And then we kind of like fell off, you know, and then we reconnected, I'd say like our senior year of college. Yes. So before we even dive in, Right. Um, I'm going to ask you a question that I'm going to ask every guest on the show. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I would say um, something I think that we talk about all the time, and I really try to live by this, which is so hard in 2023, is to not compare yourself to others, right? Like, Mm. you know, comparing yourself to others is the thief of all joy. And that's truly what I believe. And it's so easy, especially, you know, while I'm growing my social media platforms, it's so easy to get wrapped up in what other people are doing. And, you know, with marriage and just having a baby, it's very easy to compare yourself and think like, why do they have that? Or I should be somewhere else in my life. You know, I'll be 30 this weekend. And so um, I think that's, that's the best piece. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I feel like I talk about comparison all the time. Yeah. Not even just like on my podcast, but like on my social media as well. Yeah. Um, it's something that, well, you know, I've always struggled with. Yes. And um, I think it's like when you water your own grass, mm-hmm. I think I've, I've actually did a whole episode about this. Like it's just a sense of gratitude. So yeah. I think that's really good. Um, now before I have some questions to ask you, okay, okay. before we get into them, um, why don't you tell our listeners just like your origin story, right? Like um, who you are and how you got to like where you are right now. Okay. Um, so I went to 2016. I started at Westminster college, just like a really small liberal arts school. That's where me and G rekindled. Um, and from there, you know, I had a great college experience. I met a lot of great people. 
I was in a pretty rocky relationship, <laughs> um, but thankfully um, I got out of that. I started a great corporate job, um, and it really allowed me to like travel. Um, it was it was so fulfilling. And I was there for about four or five years, and there really wasn't any more room to grow, so I completely switched career paths, and, um, you know, somewhere in there met my husband, and it kind of, you know, COVID happened, and it kind of just happened that I started social media, and I remember the first time I did, I actually called Gina, and I was like, you know, I have a couple thousand followers on TikTok, and she was like, just keep going, keep going, and that's kind of how I landed with this. Let's just say I think your first video you posted got like 1.2 million likes. Yeah. People work years for this, people, okay? (laughs) And she she did it literally in one take. So that's that. Okay, so before we even move on, I want to ask what inspired you to have a presence on TikTok? Like tell them what you were, what challenge you were working through at that time. Yeah. So, um, you know, weight loss has been something really relevant in my life honestly I felt like since sixth grade like you know I've always did the fad diets and then I would get to where I would want to be or I would you know have homecoming or prom coming up and I would not eat for two weeks and you know it was always something I struggled with so finally I think when I got that healthy idea in my head like you know weight loss doesn't mean you have to eat once a day or you know it doesn't mean you have to eat the chicken and rice every Mm -hmm. single day Um, once I realized that I really just wanted to share it with people and sharing it with people made me keep going. So yeah, well this was, you were doing 75 hard at the time, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did 75 hard, which was And you ran a half marathon. Yes, ran a half marathon. Um, yeah, I did, I did do these things that, um. And you were getting married that year. Yeah, This was your wedding year. Yes. So that was like the calm before the storm. Quite literally. (laughs) So, you know. Her success is clearly amazing on its own, but we're, we're actually not here to really talk about like the journey into healthy living, although we could do a whole episode on that as well. Um, so where I think Mackenzie's story is extremely unique, just being her best friend and like being a part of all of it is, um, well, it really started, what, like May of 2022? Yeah. yeah. Right? So I remember I was in Florida and she calls me on the phone and she's like, in, in Mackenzie fashion, just so, like, calm and graceful, <laughs> I don't get And she's like, my house just burned down. <laughs> and, like, yeah, we giggle about it now, but, like, it, but it genuinely, like, yeah, the only real. room that was not touched was what? The kitchen? And, yeah. And that wasn't even. Yeah, just the kitchen. So, like, just to give you perspective, like, you're, you lose every piece of your clothing, like, yeah. every possession you have, your perfume, your jewelry, wedding things. Yeah, things you I don't mean, even think of. I don't know. Did you lose your birth certificate, oh, your yeah. social? Like, oh, yeah. everything, everything. And I remember, like, being on the other end of it and being like, how can I even support her through this? Like, it's truly just insane. Yeah. And all in the while, were, were you pregnant yet? No. No. Um... And so that happened, right? Right. I'm just giving you guys like a timeline and then I want you to talk about your thoughts like yeah. during this time. Yeah. So that was May and then you moved, you guys moved in. So you were married at the time. Like, you know, you guys yeah. had already been married. You moved in with your mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. For how long? About six months. Okay. Six months. And then you found this house yes. that we're filming in right yes. now. And I want to go back to this because yeah. I think that was God in itself. Yes, like how definitely. you guys came into this space. Oh, yeah. Um. So you're living here. You get pregnant. Yeah. Amazing. Wonderful. How far along were you in your pregnancy? 
When? I'd say six months in. Okay. Six months <laughs> pregnant. She loses her job, right? Yeah. Like a job you're making a lot of money at right. and doing right. very, very well at. Right. Like you were a top seller, right? Yes. So you were working for Liberty Mutual. Yes. What was your role? It was a sales associate. Sales associate. Yeah. Okay. So you're pulling in a ton of sales. Yes. Like doing amazing things. And again, we're going to go back and talk about that as well. Because I remember that was a shock. Uh, Same thing. She yeah. just like called me on a Tuesday and is like, yeah, I got fired. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We got to stop making this an on-brand thing for you, you know? <laughs> so she's six months pregnant. She now loses her job. Yeah. And then you have the baby in July, mm-hmm. right? And then you went through like a really, really rough time with your husband. Correct. We had some like mental health things. So yes. let's just say there was a lot of things going on. And I'm going to let you like talk about that more. But my question to you with all of that is, what was the dialogue like between you and God at this time during it, like when you're really in the thick of it, and how did you keep your faith right. and your trust in him and like not become just cynical because quite frankly, from the naked eye, you had every right to be. Right. Like, how did you navigate that, and where would you say your relationship is today with okay. him? Okay, so, you know, like like Gina said, I feel like I was on a high of life, right? Like, I, you know, was making great money. My TikTok was finally, you know, getting, you know, big. Um, I got married. We, mm-hmm. I was just on cloud nine with life, and then the fire happened. And I think, you know, when one big you know, devastating event happens, it is devastating. But at the same time, you can kind of force your mind to think, Mm -hmm. well, everything happens for a reason. You know, God's going to use this to bless me somehow. And that's kind of how it was when the fire happened. So I, you know, stayed positive and it wasn't that big of a deal. We moved in with my in-laws. Thank God we had somewhere to stay. You know, we have a lot of great friends and family. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, get pregnant and that was great. You know, it, we thought it would take a lot longer for me to get pregnant and it was such a blessing that it didn't. And then I lose my job, you know, mm-hmm. 2023 of this year or May of this year. And it was kind of at that point, I'm like, you know, I've stayed faithful. I've stayed positive. I, you know, haven't complained. I've stayed close to God. So it's easy when one life thing happens to stay close to God, but yeah. then when it starts, you know, unraveling, it's, yeah. it feels impossible. So, we got through that and, you know, I, we just found a way to make it. Well, tell them, like, how out of pocket it was that you lost your job. So... Like, you didn't do anything... She didn't do anything wrong. No. So, um, it, it's hard to even explain because I really was just really taking off with, mm-hmm. with that career, I thought. Um, and, I mean, I think, like, a week before that, I had just got, like, a bonus and I was recognized for how many sales I did. And, yeah. you know, it was just all of these great things in the company were happening and... I mean, that's the, if you would have told me that would happen, I would say absolutely not. Mm -hmm. You know, I was so secure in my job and then it happened and it was just kind of like everything came crumbling down. I mean, I was literally six months pregnant and I'm the one that carries our health insurance. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a situation where they said, you know, well, you have insurance to the end of the month. It was insurance ends tonight at midnight. Mm -hmm. We don't care that you're pregnant. You know, we're a billion dollar corporation and good luck. And it was hard, right? Mm -hmm. It it was so hard. Um, But we got through it, and um, I'd say about, well, we had the baby in July, Valencia. And I'd say in August, you know, my husband really started struggling with mental health. And 
at that point, like you hear about women going through postpartum yeah. depression and anxiety. And I, I truly didn't even have a chance to even think <laughs> about being anxious or depressed. I, you know, I was not only taking care of my newborn, but my husband needed my love and care more than ever. Yeah. You know, um, there was truly no time for anything else but that. So your question was, so where, like, like, yeah, what, what did you, you know, did you ever have moments where you were like, I'm going to just give up on this God thing? You know, maybe not to that extreme, but you were like really down and out. And then how did you come back? So it's, it's, it was easy for the first time in my life to be like distant from God and think like, you know, I feel anyway that I've done everything right in life, you know, like I feel like I'm a kind person and I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, you reap what you sow, right? And I really felt like I was not reaping anything I've sown the last years. It felt like it was the complete opposite. So then I started questioning it. um, And somehow, you know, God pulled through like he always does, you know, like financially. I tell them about Weight Watchers. Yeah, so I... um, I got a partnership with Weight Watchers, which Weight Watchers, you know, has always been close to my heart. I did it in high school, and mm-hmm. then I came back to it in college, and then I came back to it. That, like, really started your, yes. I feel like, your fitness yes. journey. So it was, you know, I didn't reach out to them. They reached out to me out of nowhere, and they offered me, you know, a pretty substantial amount of money for me, and it was it was definitely a sign of hope. Yeah. Like, I thought, you know what, I'm going to make it. We're going to make it. But then when my husband was, you know, really struggling with mental health, that was the only income we had. Right. So, I mean, thank God we had that. But at the same time, you know, it's not like we could just put this lump sum in the bank. Mm-hmm. It was like that was what we survived yeah. off of. Um, so, you know, I, I think I really surrendered to God when that's the only thing I had mm-hmm. didn't do yet. Mm-hmm. I felt like I you know, played all my cards right. I was applying to jobs. I was saving money. I was, I was doing everything you can humanly do except surrendering it all Mm. to God. And I finally did that. And, you know, it wasn't like the next morning, everything was wonderful and peaches and it took time. But when you feel like you're giving it all to God, it just takes that burden off my shoulders. And I just felt lighter. Yeah. And you know, that's what I did. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I think I talked about it in my episode last week about what's the word, like your word for New Year's mm-hmm. and how we can cultivate like all that energy towards that that one word. And I said something along the lines of like, I think sometimes get so cynical with God so fast yeah. because first of all, that's not with faith, what faith right. is, right? Like if we were never in hard situations, we would never need our faith. Yes. And it would just be like, I believe in this big guy in the sky who's going to give me all the things that I want. And we've all been guilty of thinking that way. But I think it's like when you get to this bottom barrel feeling, you're almost like, okay, I have to take action, which you've done and Mm -hmm. you've been doing, right? Like you, I mean, me personally, just being in your life as your friend, like you have done so much in support of your husband through all of this and your baby and like just making sure you guys never sink, you know? Right, But there's only so much we can do in the natural and then that's where I think God can step in and do the supernatural, right? Like, but that doesn't mean we just sit back and we let all the heaviness just like take over us and we become so well as me because right. that is no. such a natural feeling mm-hmm. I think that's truly what faith is like I mean what's I don't even know what verse it is but like faith as big as a mustard seed can move mountains yes. so it's like even if you have this much left yes. in you yes and you just say okay like I 
there's not much more I can do in my own will. Like, right. that's where you see God move. Because right. I remember you saying, like, the Weight Watchers thing was so, like, not random, because that is your brand, but it but was, it like, was. all at the same time. Yeah. You know, and it's still unfolding. It's yeah. still developing. Like, you're back heavy on your platform. And, like, yes. you have the time to be home with the baby. And Yeah, I actually got the Weight Watchers offer the day after I yeah. was fired. Come on. But, you know, I was pregnant, and they don't – you, you're not allowed to be on Weight Watchers if you're pregnant. Mm. So I had to That's actually right. turn them down yeah. because of that. And then the day I had Valencia <laughs> in the hospital, I emailed them thinking like, yeah, right. They don't want me. And they said, absolutely. Love like, it. We're going to send you the contract. Yeah. No, yeah. that's really good. That's yeah. good. Okay. So let's transition then and talk a little bit about your daily habits now. Okay. Because obviously you have a baby. Yes. You kind of get away from the working out thing. Your body's healing. Of course. Like all that stuff. Right. So what habits would you say that you have now that – help you take care of your mental health now that we're (laughs) now that we're kind of out of the thick of it like what is your daily things that you're like I have to make this time for myself yeah so Valencia is finally not on a sleep schedule but Mm. a little bit better like she's napping we're just girls able to do this right but you know I've made it a point before when she would nap or go down I would feel the very strong need to clean the house or to you know make sure all the laundry is done or just to do something productive because I've never not been productive right mm-hmm. we always have said that yeah. like you know when we sit still we feel like we're doing something wrong truly but you know having a baby and going through all of this I realized that's that's not the way life is intended like there's no shame in rest mm. and that's something that as a culture we do shame you know thousand percent so I've learned to, even if it's watch an episode of a TV show or just sit in silence or, you know, read my devotional every day, um, something that's going to make me just feel even this much lighter sets me up for such a better day. Right. Um, so as far as daily habits, it's, I don't even think it's as much of a certain thing. It's just letting myself rest, mm. you know, letting myself talk to God and to feel vulnerable when I can. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, really good. I yeah. think like... That's my personal journey right now is like, so you guys who have been listening to the show know that I am switching careers. We'll call it that. Like I literally just quit my job. Um, (laughs) Fun. And I'm trying building a yoga studio and a brand for myself and, you know, maybe doing some online training because I do personal training as well. And this is the most still I've been in quite some time. Mm And it's so, so hard for me. And I've had a lot of bad days. I won't lie to you guys. Like, you know, it's hard for me to like, because you have to really like sit in your feelings. And oh, that's, yeah. that's really hard. But I think like my biggest conviction is, well, of course you don't know what to do next because you don't slow down enough to hear God. Like you don't, that's the whole idea behind like fasting, right? Yes. Like it's to take out all those distractions and all those things that constantly are pulling at our attention and just focusing on what God is trying to tell you and and so I think like that's really big for me personally I'm sure it hits for other people as well that like rest is so important and it's when you rest that you get these ideas for like what's next like maybe you know it's winter right now like this is the season to rest Mm -hmm. and and to be a little bit more you know introspective and Figuring out like, okay, what's my next move? Because you want it to not just be like, what I tend to do is like throw things at the wall until they stick, but I don't do it long enough yeah. to that where like I can see any fruits of the labor. So right. it's like, okay, we're going to have a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are pretty much rebranding for your TikTok and your right. social media. 
and possibly maybe doing like a cookbook yes. or like you know we have a lot of ideas yeah <laughs> <laughs> just wait on it but um you know so if you didn't have those times to rest like if you would have rushed back to corporate world right. like it, this it never would have happened no, you know have. so I think I think that's really really good um okay so given that and given what you've already experienced up until this point what do you hope to use your platform for in the near future I, I really, you know, I don't share a lot of personal with anyone, right? Let alone, this is, yeah. let alone this all is of my hard followers. For you. Yeah, yeah, this is, you know, opening up is not something I normally do. But I, I do want to use my platform to just be a little bit more real, you know, yeah. because it's so easy. Like, if you look at my page right now, you wouldn't know I went through any of these <laughs> issues Truly. ever. You wouldn't. Yeah. And in one sense, I want it to be that way, mm-hmm. you know, because it's my outlet. But I also just want my followers to know, like, you know, even as just as far as weight loss, like it's going to, you're going to struggle. You're going to have days that you don't work out, that you don't eat right or, you know, but you got to just keep going. Mm -hmm. And I just want my followers to see that, you know, before I got pregnant, I was in the best shape of my life and I felt amazing. You know, I was so strong and now I'm starting from square one, you know, back on my weight loss journey. And I just want my followers to kind of see that, you know, You've done it once. You can do it again. There's no shame in going back. Yeah, that's good. To get to where you were. Yeah. No, that's really good. I think there's like a level of – that's where like the body dysmorphia can probably get, you know, because like I go through seasons of that too where – I mean, I don't have have kids yet, but like where I've seen my body change where I'm doing different lifting programs or, you know, whatever. And it's so easy. We were just talking about this this morning. Like you look back on pictures of yourself and you think – I looked so good then and I was so rude to myself oh my gosh, like I yes. you know my mom tells me all the time like just wait till you're 60 yes and you see these pictures of you now in your 20s like you're gonna miss the body you're We're in so right hard now on ourselves yeah a thousand percent and so I think there has to be a level of like it's, it's just like anything like gratitude for where you are right now and you know like for you you've been getting back on your Peloton mm-hmm. every day. Like, and that's that's what it is. Like, I love, it's a saying that's been around forever, but like it hits so hard for me lately. It's like Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes. You are a constant evolution of yourself. And it's just about doing one thing. My boyfriend always says like 1% better every day. Like yes. it's doing one thing every day. Because when we get caught up like in all these things we want to do, it's like paralysis. So it's like you have to just tackle one step so I think like that's amazing for you like I've seen you posting more on your social media and like you know I'm back yeah she's (laughs) back baby (laughs) we love it okay so let's um close this out with one final thought okay okay? what is one thing you want to leave your listeners our listeners with today and it doesn't have to be about like weight loss or anything like that just like maybe one takeaway or maybe a word of encouragement I think just like actually you gifted me a journal and on the front of it it says you're going to make it and Mm -hmm. I really think it's just something we all need to remember like when we're down in these slopes and it's like we're never gonna get back up like I you know at one point I truly thought well you know I gotta think of a whole new life for myself because my current life it's never gonna work out the way I thought it would but um you know one way or another it always does and you are gonna make it and I think you know, like we've we've said, it's so easy to pray for the things you want. Yeah. But instead, you know, I kind of switched my prayer to God. Just show me the way. Show me what you want me that's to do. Good. And that's what I did. And you know what? He, you know, my husband is better than he ever was before. Yeah. You know, he's deep into the healing process, 
and our marriage is becoming strong again and you know we're the best parents that we can be for Valencia right now yeah and you know as far as a career I think everything falls into place and the root of it just has to be God it just you know that has to be the first priority yeah, so I think that's really, yeah. really good. Yeah, I you're think, gonna make it. Yeah, you're gonna make it. Yeah, I mean, feelings aren't facts, and true. Like, just to be completely, because I have no issue being vulnerable with people. <laughs> I have an utter, We're opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I call her every day. I'm like, I'm telling you about my menti B today, but like, <laughs> I had a breakdown in my car this morning. Like, just you know, because I feel like it's there's so many things that I'm like, I I feel like I'm gonna feel this way forever. I feel like I you know, I'm lacking purpose or, you know, whatever this lack is, it's coming from inside of me mm-hmm. and then it's causing me to project onto the people I care about the most. But I think ultimately, like, that's the perfect word is like, you're going to make it because I've felt this way before. And I think that is God's goodness. And I think that is when you find yourself because that's life, right? Like we're yeah. going to hit a downside again. Like being a Christian doesn't promise you a life of no no bruises, no hardship. Like if anything, I think there might be more. Yes. Um, but it's the eternal joy that we have in knowing that like life here is not permanent. And, you know, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel and you have to believe that everything that has happened in your life has served for another yes, purpose. Amen. And I think like everything you've been through in the last amen. few years has truly shown that. Yeah. And like we wouldn't develop the way that we have. Like I, you know, this is a whole other episode, but like I went through a horrible breakup a few years ago. And I mean, you saw all of it firsthand. And yes. it's like what felt like true disaster. And, and, and there were so many bad days. Like there was just this part in me that just had, I still had joy. I still had faith because it's no like, yeah, you, did. you know, when you stay close to God, even when you're in these trials, like you have to stay close to God because it's like whatever he's, you know, whatever I'm going through right now, I have to believe and trust that like it's for my good. He yes. saw things I didn't see. He yes. knows, you know, what's best for me. And I look back, on, I was what, five years ago now, six years ago, and wow, like my life is in a completely oh, yeah. different place, you yes. know? And it doesn't mean I'm where I – the journey never ends. No. It's always like – like I said, when you're self-aware and you care about self-development, it's always about like how can I get and grow to the next level yeah. myself. So right. I think that's really, really good. And, um, you know, we've been trying to make this collab happen for a little while because <laughs> I just thought you'd be like the perfect person. Yeah. You know, Mackenzie's someone who – um, just like eludes grace. It like reeks from her pores. It's kind of annoying being her friend. Um, but no, I thank you so much like oh for, gosh, for this doing this. And then just um, quickly tell tell our peeps how they can follow your journey and like stay like, you know, what's your yeah, TikTok? Yeah, so my TikTok and my Instagram is return of the Mac. Um, so it's return period of period the yeah. period Mac. I'll post it in the show <laughs> yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd love for you guys to follow me and DM me and, you know, I'm sure this isn't the last collab we'll do because we also mm-hmm. share healthy recipes. Yes. You yes. know, we're, we're on this journey together. Facts. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it. Yay, this was my fun. Sis, Thank you so much for doing <laughs> oh this with God, me. Oh, my God. Of course. As that's all we have time for today. Um, I want to thank you guys for being patient as we navigated getting our first guest on. And I couldn't think of anyone better than my best friend, Mackenzie. And next week will be a solo show. And then I have another very interesting and wonderful friend joining us the week after keep sharing the podcast reading the podcast all that good stuff 
uh, as we continue to grow this Who Better Than You fam and move through this year. Uh, things are just going to be amazing and we're going to step into all that God has for us. So no matter what tomorrow brings, no matter what the rest of your week brings, don't you guys forget there's nobody more equipped for this journey than you. Thank you.